more morning anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Hello. Matt DeBurs. What's up? And grab that microphone, Kendra. We're going to do a little bit of special surprise thing here uh, from our, our global cousin. I don't know if they're cousins, if they're sisters. We're, we're, we're siblings, for <laughs> we're, sure. We're family. We're, yeah. Family. Yeah. we're the family you maybe don't like to talk about. Well, you're the family that's better looking than most of us. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's we're true. Pretty, we're pretty upset. Uh, we've actually never met Kendra from Global, and this is exciting because you've been there for like how long? Oh, gosh. Put me on the spot. Probably uh, approaching 14, 15 years yeah. now. Yeah. Wow, nice. yeah. It's been so a while. Every time I see you doing something, it's no disrespect to anybody else that does anything, but when you, you do something, I really believe it. You know, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, I yeah, suppose. I so. I, you know, I, th- there's something just about you that is adds credibility, so I thought, let's bring her on here. Yeah. if this show needs something. We need it. What do we need, Matt? Well, I... Credibility. I, yeah. I might drop you down a few notches then. <laughs> mm. no Impossible. Okay. I've dragged us down as low as we can go. Uh, on the on the show, we're going to talk about dogs and dogs, uh, people bringing their dogs everywhere they go. Now, you've got children, right? Yes, and, and I have a dog. Okay, and do you oh. take your dog with you? No, he's kind of a jerk. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Better than he, the kids, I guess. Well, you... maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't take your dog anywhere? Well, I, we, we take him... Uh, when we go camping right, or, or right, to the right, lake, right. but no, I don't take him to people's houses. You don't interfere. How with big is he? No, he's probably pushing fifty pounds. Okay. Yeah, he's a pretty cool dog. He's got one eye, and he seems to manage. And okay. but he's he's started this thing because when you have kids, your dog sometimes is the low man on the totem pole right. yeah. so he doesn't get as many walks and right. he doesn't get played with so now right. he likes to go outside and just bark yeah. constantly <laughs> yeah. and then you go open the door and then he just looks at you and he won't come in so you shake the treat bag and then he still won't come in so it's this constant we have this battle every night with our dog yeah 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 and so what do they call that when they give you the, the, the evil eye? He only gives you one. He gives us one oh. eye. Yeah. yeah. How did he lose the other one? We don't know. We did adopt him. He's oh, a Scars okay. dog. Good for you. Yeah, so he's a pretty cool dog, yeah. and we do love him, but, you know... He he uh <laughs> he doesn't try you don't take him to other people's houses and no. interfere with their lives. No. Well, we're going to talk a lot about that subject coming up on the podcast. So there you go. This will be the highest rated most listened to podcast cuz we've got a real celebrity on it. Oh. And the most credible. Kendra, I'm 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 scared to death to say your name the wrong way, your last name. Slagowski. Slagowski. Exactly Slugowski. how it's spelled. Yeah, you've got it. Yeah, I can't spell. So that's <laughs> well, this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning, a mix of sun and cloud today and foggy, a high of minus 8 with a wind chill, minus 19. Oilers play in Fl- or play Florida rather at Rogers tonight, and it's a busy 10 days for parents. Quick card, minor hockey week started last night. A change in the way drones are used by Canadians is not flying with some. The big changes start in June. Drone users are to be sober and carry licenses and registration if they want to continue flying. Otherwise, they could face criminal penalties, which include thousands of dollars in fines and even spending time in jail. I was watching the story last night. It's like, yeah, you you can't have consume alcohol or cannabis or drugs uh, for 12 hours before you fly. It's just like like flying a WestJet flight. Yeah, (laughs) that is very true. You can operate a car at zero point. 
I know. Eight, but you can't drone fly? But they it's talked no, about it. Yeah. That's not true. <laughs> it's point five. Point oh, five. Zero five. <laughs> zero five. <laughs> I don't drink a drive. Zero I swear five. to you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> it is pretty much the nicest divorce ever. Jeff Bezos and his wife, Mackenzie, announced yesterday that they are divorcing after 25 years of marriage. Now, if that name doesn't sound familiar, does Amazon? Yeah, he created it and is worth $137 billion. Second richest guy in the world. Insane. I thought he was the richest. Bill Gates is still number one, in fact. Mm. Now they say in the statement, if we had known we would separate after 25 years, we would do it again. We feel incredibly lucky to have found each other and deeply grateful for every one of the years we've been married to each other. That's insane. Who is that nice after a divorce? That is pretty special. But I did see this everywhere. Apparently, he's already dating a news anchor. There's rumors with her. Crazy. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. How much does she get? Half of it. Oh, my Lanta. So, so, I mean, he's still... Maybe I would be okay with that. He's still going to be okay, too. Throw me a quick bill. I'll get out of your hair. (laughs) Yeah. Neither of them are going to have to worry about money, that's for sure. But anyway, there you go. Okay, here it is. It's uh, too early for a question. Question, Hunter Brothers, Cook County Saloon, at the end of the month, you're going to be there with whoever you'd like if you are the first person to answer this question at 780-421-1039. 23, so almost a quarter of people, 23% of people surveyed admitted that they don't clean this because they're afraid of what they might find. Hmm. Hmm. My ears? (laughs) (laughs) That explains a lot. Can you hear me right now? Huh? Exactly. 23% of people surveyed uh, admit uh, they don't clean this because they're afraid of what they'll find. What is this? We'd love to hear from you this morning. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But we do this every day at this time. We uh, try to get your brains going. It's kind of like uh, exercise for the brains. We're doing our stretches and yoga stuff. Like Brain calisthenics. Downward dog for your brain right now. <laughs> what is the answer to the question? Apparently, 23% of people are scared to uh, clean this out because they're scared of what they might find. What do you think it is? I got to say, like, for sure, under the couch cushion. Ah. The cushions. No, sometimes that's good. You find change. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> All you find is crumbs. Let's yeah. get real. You know you find some popcorn and everything. Cheerios. Oh. Cheerios, right? Yeah. 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 Sure. yeah. Oh, lots oh, of... sorry, guys. Thanks, buddy. See you later. All right, Dan, 23% of people are scared to clean this because they're afraid of what they might find. What is it? Due to the dark and ominous way in which you said it, I'm thinking the attic. Oh. <gasps> Ghosts. Yeah, you know what? That's a good one. The attic. Have you ever been in your attic? Uh, no, because it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's not like the movies, us Canadians, because our attics have to be so insulated, right? It, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's very it's an itchy place to hang out. Thank you. It's not the attic, but that's a great guess. Hey, Mabel, what do you think 23% of people are scared to clean out because they're scared of what to find? Uh, I think it's crumb tray in your toaster. Oh. <laughs> you have a crumb tray in oh, your yeah. toaster? Yeah, most do. Yeah. What am I missing? Yeah, it's not like, yeah, for the elite, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> the toast elite? <laughs> Mabel, it's not that, but that's a fun guess. Thank you. You're welcome. See you. Bye. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The first person to answer the question this morning. 23% of people are scared to even clean this because they're scared of what they might find. Jay, what do you think it, well, the cleaning thing is? I'm going to guess the refrigerator. The refrigerator! You know it. Uh. That's future Matt's problem. Hmm. But it's a problem. <laughs> Jay, do you, you know, what do you think is the oldest thing in your refrigerator? Oh, I don't know. My yeah. wife was 
anal retentive about cleaning up. Oh, she's one of those. Oh, you're lucky, man. See, my wife's got Ukrainian in her, and that means that (laughs) nothing can be thrown away. Every leftover, the smallest amount, needs to be put in a small little thing with saran wrap on it until it crawls out of the fridge. I don't understand why. Just add some sauce and reheat. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Congratulations, my friend. The Hunter Brothers are coming to Cook County Saloon, and you are coming with us to that invitation-only party. That is awesome. Yeah. Bring your 2015 catch-up with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, we found out that uh, almost a quarter of people are scared to even clean their fridge out because of uh, what they might find in their fridge. And we'll just ask for the next few moments. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up this hour, but what is the oldest thing that's in your fridge? Or the old, you know, are you proud of something you got in there? You know, not my fridge, but my uh, in laws' fridge. <laughs> They're like, Matt, we know you love hot sauce. Here's some hot sauce. And I looked at the expiry date, and it was 2014. <laughs> oh, and they like, Does it go bad? Well, and that's oh. what they said. It doesn't go bad. They're like watching me. Pour it just to make sure I oh. eat it. <laughs> like, I don't know about this. Oh, we've got a jar of olives that Bobby and I both don't eat, but my stepdad does. So okay. when he visits, he eats them. But right. it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Get that man some new olives. <laughs> I guess so. It's, yeah, wow. All right. What about you? 780 421 or Texas at 103939. What is the oldest thing you got in your fridge? Maybe you're proud of it. Mm-hmm. You're saying one day, one day we'll get to it. It's or my new pet. <laughs> one day when stepdad comes over. Here's Kane Brown. <laughs> I bet you his fridge is real interesting. Mm. Yeah, a lot of Bud Lights. Lose it. Kissing Country, <laughs> 103.9. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But right now we're talking about cleaning the fridge because 23% of people don't do it, apparently, because they're scared of what they might find. Too scared. And it seems like we're not alone. There are lots of people with old things in their fridge. Heather texts in and says, hey, guys, I have a bottle of sriracha sauce that is at least four years old. That's the thing about condiments. Mm. You're like, oh, I need Dijon for a recipe. Mm. You use a tablespoon of Dijon. And then that's expired. See you in a year. <laughs> I, yeah. I guarantee you there's somebody listening right now that has something in their fridge that has a 90, 1990 on no. it. No. Oh, I guarantee it. I bet you there's somebody out there with an 80s. Yeah. Heck no, 70s. <laughs> 60s? <laughs> Here we go. This person says, people never clean their fridge. Really? I clean my fridge once a month and I organize it every day. I have my fridge perfectly organized and everything in Tupperware. You, you have what they call OCD. Yeah. Or my dream. I think we, ha- we, ha- we have a lot of things in Tupperware, but that doesn't mean that the things in there are, are edible anymore, right? I think I have sp- spaghetti sauce in my fridge from <laughs> three, four months ago. Yeah. It's still good, right? Yeah. Try it. Yeah. It's the penicillin on top. It's good for you. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, we don't all watch three hours of the uh, season premiere of The Bachelor. We've got a couple of those crazy Bachelor people, uh, Greg uh, Reynolds from The Drive Home and uh, Jacqueline Sweeney, and they do this podcast called War of the Roses. And again, if you watch it, I, I, tr- I try to listen to a little bit. It doesn't really make any sense to me. So <laughs> It is available on iTunes and the Google but Store. But if you're a fan of the show, you'll be a fan of it. Yes. That's what we're trying to say. But something, uh, you know, you, the, let's be honest, there wasn't a whole lot going on in three hours. I mean... They might have stretched it out it just been, a touch. could have been probably about a 20-minute show. <laughs> You're right. But the one thing that really uh, had people talking was... Yeah, and it was making the rounds on social media. You probably saw the video on your Facebook or Instagram because this girl, Brie, who's from California and was a model, came out of the limo like they do on The Bachelor to meet Bachelor Colton, Mm. and they always do these first impressions. Well, she walked to him, and all of a sudden, she had an Australian accent. Now, she never lied. He just said, like, oh, and she said, yes, the accent is Australian. It's nice to meet you. I'm not even going to attempt it. But everyone was talking about this being like... (laughs) 
does she continue this throughout the show? Like, what do you do right, now? Right, right. So we're talking accents, and we thought Australian accents. Let's uh, talk to Matt's buddy, Eric, Australian Eric, and he's mm-hmm. on the line this morning. Eric, uh, what do you think about people, uh, you know, like trying to, to do your Australian accent? Well, sometimes it's flattering, but it's a pretty tough accent to get right. I don't like it when... Mm. My, my favorite thing is when a Canadian or an American will do an, on a, an Aussie accent, and it sounds absolutely shocking. But all the other Canadians nod their head and like, wow, that was a pretty good accent. Right, right, right. Well, because you know <laughs> the difference like... between good or bad. Like, and your friend Matt loves accents. Do you yes. know that, right? So does, does he, when he's had a few wobbly pops, does he start, like, trying to mock you with your accent? He doesn't, actually. Oh, he doesn't? He's one of the guys I... I don't think I remember him actually giving me his rendition. Why does he mock me about my accent? <laughs> <laughs> you, thought, you sound like you're straight out of Thorsby, bud. <laughs> okay, so yeah, what do you think about people impersonating Australians? Obviously, it drives you crazy. Look, a little bit. Yeah. But it's all good fun, too. I think I'm a little bit flattered as well. Oh, I get it. Well, it is and a good accent. Yeah. I definitely like can appreciate when someone does a good one. I oh. think that's definitely the, uh, the mark of someone who's got a pretty good tongue at it. Doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be Australian, but 7804211039, just call us with your best accent. We're just going to have some fun and we're going to give away some tickets to Lanco and things like that. But before we let you go, uh, mm-hmm. you've done this before on the radio and it's pretty good. Again, a man who, who, who was born in Australia, do your best. How long have you been in Canada? Oh, uh, five years now there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, on The Bachelor, uh, some lady decided to put on an Australian accent, and now the question is, is she going to have to do it for the next number of weeks? I guess we'll all have to tune in to find out. We'll have to see. This text says, hey, my favorite accent is angry mom. My adult children say that I rock it. Have you got yours yet? (laughs) It's getting there. I'm perfecting it. She she started with angry wife. Wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I like to see Jack do an accent real quick. Pick anyone. I can't. Do Scottish. No. Just try. No, I, no, Matt, I really can't. It makes her like it makes her tear up and cry. Okay, yeah. Chris, you you do one. Scottish. Ah, uh, Scottish. I, <laughs> see, I'm the same. That was so good. Just say the, the accent name. I'm Johnny Reed. I don't know. All right. Uh, Corey, you can do one. Well, it's your natural one. Seven eight zero four two one one three nine. We're looking for yours. Go ahead. There's only one accent in this world that's funny. Okay, what's that? The Novi accent, bye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do more, do you know, more. You know what's even funnier? If you take that newbie accent, put an Australian twist into it. Now there's a bachelor for you. Okay. <laughs> put another cod <laughs> on the Barbie. <laughs> buddy, hell, buddy. You want a blooming onion or what? <laughs> go get some kangaroos down on the island. There you go. Are you from Newfoundland originally? I was, yeah. Then I moved to Fort McMurray and lost my newbie citizenship. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Again, on The Bachelor this week, uh, a young lady on the show decided to put on an Australian accent. She thought maybe, I guess maybe it was sexier than her regular one. She says it's her icebreaker. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear your Australian accent, Jack. No, I told you. <laughs> accents are a no-go for me. I cannot do them. No. Say yeah. croinky. We can... Croinky. <laughs> we can bully her into singing, barely. Yeah. But you can't bully her into doing an accent, although she just kind of did one there. Yeah. Croinky. We're looking for yours. 780-421-1039. We're giving away Lanco tickets. Uh, your uh, best accent? I'm actually from Kentucky. That, Ooh, that's cool. Eh? There we go. There's an, I like a southern bell, as they say. Mm-hmm. That's right. I love your chicken. 
Thank you. Can you say that? Yeah, you can. <laughs> okay. Can you I say, say I love her chicken that. breast? <laughs> <laughs> I prefer her chicken legs. Okay, this is all about you. Give us your best Kentucky accent. Hi, y'all. Yeah, y'all. Hi. Yeah. Would you like some sweet tea? Yeah, Perfect. sweet tea. If you can give us 11 of the, whatever, the herbs and spices <laughs> and the tea, we're, we're in then. I think the colonel's got that under lock and key. <laughs> can you do me a favor and call Chris an idiot? You idiot. <laughs> oh, that is right. <laughs> we need to save that. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, we're talking about a text message we got uh, from somebody. It's it's a problem with her aunt and what she brings to her house. Yeah, she says she doesn't go anywhere without her two dogs. And these dogs are not well behaved. So mm. she's like, how do we tell her that she can come, but the dogs can't? This text says the aunt is actually being a responsible pet owner. Pets, especially dogs, are a huge responsibility. There's nothing worse than someone getting a dog or puppy and leaving it in a crate. They're part of your family too. Take it or leave it. For Christmas, my best friend actually gave me a shirt that said, if my dog can't come, I'm not going. <laughs> so, yep, I totally side with the aunt in this situation. That texture is a dog person. Mm-hmm, I think. mm-hmm. This person says my in-laws from Calgary bring their yappy dogs to our house whenever they come to Edmonton. The problem is they'll drop them off and then go to West Ed shopping for the day. We don't have any dogs and there's actually no pets allowed in our rental. But the wife doesn't want to say anything because then she ends up being the mean person for bringing it up. 780-421-1039. We always want to hear your opinion. Yes, Darlene. You know what? Uh, My sister takes her dogs everywhere. Everywhere with her. Mm -hmm. And... I would rather her bring her dogs than her two kids. <laughs> her dog, her dogs come and they and they're just little, well, yeah. kind of medium-sized dogs, and they sit at the front of the door and they don't move all night. Awesome. But her kids are into everything. <laughs> they're yelling. They're screaming. Yeah, kids so. don't sit at the door. <laughs> Sounds like she's really good at disciplining her dogs, not so much the children. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I'd rather have her dogs any day and leave her kids at home. All right. We got to invent the kitty shock collar. No, we don't. The That's... kitty kennel. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Are you winning in life when it comes to relationships with family and friends because you bring your animals with you all the time? We got a text from somebody saying her aunt brings her dogs all the time and they're bad and it's gross and she doesn't know how to make it stop. Yes. This text says, what makes dog people feel so entitled that they can take them anywhere? Any other pets? Are they taken everywhere? We need to show respect for others. Get a lot of people saying that people are bringing pets over to their house without asking. Mm. The bare men, you have to ask. You have to ask. That would be nice. All right. What about you, Tamara? Well, I think that if the, the family kind of banded together, that the aunt is either going to get real tired of being real lonely because nobody <laughs> wants her over. She won't go over without the dog. Right. That she'll either, you know, realize family is more important mm. or... You know, I think everybody could put their names in a hat and uh, every six months develop a new allergy to critters. <laughs> Surprise. This is, this is a great move. You can, you feel her pain then, huh? Oh, I so can feel her pain. My daughter just moved out and took all her critters with her, so yeah. th- they stay at her house now. That's the rule. Hello, freedom. Yeah. Goodbye, antihistamines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Good morning, beautiful people and Matt. How are you? Good. How are you, bud? Good morning. I don't know. You know what? I think... Uh, we got our own little pet there. I got a bird that's a borderline alcoholic, and he's a fun little critter, but he's got to stay home. Uh, some people have allergies to fur. Some people have allergies to feathers, and uh, 
you shouldn't have to ask that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had a friend ask me if their bird can come over yet. <laughs> I have. <laughs> yes, a family reunion completely ruined because of animals showing up. We'll tell you the story next. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What do you think about people bringing their dogs or pets or any other animal, for that matter, to your house? That's the question this morning. And if you don't like it, how do you deal with it? That's what somebody wants to know. Yes. Got this text. I had a reunion in my backyard last year. I have two big dogs outside and a small dog inside. It is their home and their yard. I don't mind you bringing your pets, but just ask. The one dog that came to the reunion doesn't get along with other dogs. Therefore, my dogs were locked up and punished. Not cool. As a responsible pet owner, I ask like going to a wedding without my kids. They're not invited. You choose whether you go with them or you don't go. Hmm. Yeah, it would sour things in the reunion a little bit more. <laughs> Just a touch. And, and you're right. When you got to lock your dogs up because another dog comes, that's... Uh, not fair. Yeah. Somebody that, else said, why would you bring your dogs? I would be so stressed out. They would chew something or pee. Because <laughs> some people just aren't very thoughtful. <laughs> They're not... There we go. That's it. All right. 780-421-1039. And don't forget, we're going to play Don't Blow It for every, everyone at, uh, well, in about seven minutes right here on Kissing Country. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. People want to talk about uh, animals, you know, coming to other people's houses. Again, we got a text from somebody saying, my aunt brings her dogs all the time, drives her crazy, doesn't know what to do. This person says, for people who say that their dogs are like family, think of this. If I'm invited to my friend's house or my family's, I don't just show up with my brother unless I <laughs> with my friend to see if it's okay. Then it's okay. But if your dog is like family, it's not the same. <laughs> Your brother your brother will use the litter box. It's fine. <laughs> He's body trained. He won't chew things, I swear. <laughs> what about you, Ruby? So I have two dogs. One's a husky cross and one's a pit bull cross. Yes. They're both fairly young. My husky's only a year and a half. The pit bull's only nine months. Normally, we take them to most places. But we've had some family members try to say they can't come over because they're so young. But... My sister's dogs can go over. Oh, the sister's dogs are okay, mm. but yours aren't. This is a breed problem. Yeah. So what it is, it kind of depends on where we go. I mean, both my dogs are crate trained because we do live in an apartment. Yeah. So if we're going somewhere overnight and they say it's okay to bring the dogs, we bring the crates with us. Right. That way they're not getting into anything. Right. right. But it caused a huge fight over Christmas because my sister tried saying my dogs couldn't come. So my boyfriend turned around and said, fine, then we won't be there. Ouch. Okay, the the elephant in the room is, you know, and I'm just the the pit bull thing is that like frighten anybody or is that the issue? No, see he's a pit bull collie cross. Okay. So he has the build of a pit bull but the personality of a collie. So the good news is he eats you and then he goes and gets help. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Lassie, where are you going with my arm? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. Former politician Brian Jean said he was going to be making a major announcement earlier this week, and there's all sorts of speculation because he's retired from politics. He said he was retiring to spend more time with his family and to rebuild his home in Fort McMurray, which, of course, was burnt during the Fort McMurray mm-hmm. fires. That was a, a big story back then. Everybody thought, oh, was he going to be jumping into uh, federal politics? What's he doing? 
No, he actually was spending more time with his family because... Uh, High five. <laughs> he, yeah, he was. He announced that there's another family member coming, actually. He's got a, a baby coming uh, this year. Now, here's the thing. There's a few things going on here. First of all, he uh, tragically lost a son uh, back in ni- uh, 2015 from lymphoma at the age of 24, which was absolutely horrific, and uh, mm. separated from his wife and then got a divorce. So this is his uh, now second wife, and uh, he got married to her in 2016, and now they're having having this baby, and he will be 56 when this baby is born. And I mean, that's usually when you hear somebody's having a baby, they're not 56. Not typically, right? Not typically. But again, uh, this is his second wife and she wants a family too. And, uh, you know, her husband's 56, but kind of so what? She sounds like she's in her early 40s. So uh, she's just at that age where she's better have a kid really, really quick. And so now the question is, I mean, we're much younger than Brian is, like 10 years younger, but we're like trying to figure out if we should get another dog. Or we're, <laughs> we're thinking we might be too old to get another dog because of the commitment. Do with you the, have the energy? With a dog. Can you imagine, again, uh, you know, being 10 years older and, and, and wondering, you know, you're going to become a dad again, which is always an awesome thing. Now, the, there's two sides to this. The one side I observe is that at, once you get older, if you were 60 years old, you'd have so much more time to actually spend with your kids as they grow up. It'd be absolutely perfect. Might but you yeah. retired. Right, right. It would be perfect for all of that. But then on the other hand, do you have the energy? Like, can you imagine, can you imagine being, like, you, you guys I got a two-year-old and a baby now at, in your uh, 30s. My parents, my mom is approaching 60, and yeah. she is wiped at the yeah. end of the day when she takes care of Kennedy. Yeah. She is just like, I don't know how your you do mom, it. mom, what yeah. about me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 32 and I got a three-month-old, and he saps the energy right out of me. If I was 60, I'd just be like, I'd be digging my own grave. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, our question this morning, I mean, there's a lot of things you could talk about. I mean, what do you think about having kids older? And what is the oldest uh, dad you know? I mean, there's there's a certainly, I mean, unless technology has changed, I mean, there's a certain point where women just can't have babies anymore, but guys uh, can have them. For, oh, yeah. Matt, you had the story about your buddy. Yeah, oh. I have this buddy, Ken, that I lived with, yeah. and we went to this volleyball game, and then Ken started talking to this, like, really, really old guy. And <laughs> yeah. My other friend was next to us, so I'm like, who's that old guy Ken is talking to? Ken, yeah. being probably 23 at the time, yeah. that was his dad who was in his 90s. <laughs> Crazy. Hey, man, shoot your shot. Kenny Rogers, yeah, Kenny Rogers had twins at 63 or something, didn't he? Or maybe yeah, it was 70, I don't those know. Lines. Anyway, the old dads, tell us about him. 780-421-1039. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about older dads. You know, what's your story? This is quite a story. I know a boy who's five years old and his dad is 62 and his mom is 19. Now the mom was with the dad's son before she left him for his dad. I want to watch that show. Oh, my Lanta. I don't know if you do. <laughs> uh, I most definitely do. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, there's there's some other older dads here too, isn't there? Uh, yes. Our landlord has five kids between the age of 20 to 30. He turned 70 when he had his last kid. Apparently, vasectomies can heal. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes they reverse themselves. Yeah. Be careful. I don't need to hear that. Uh, <laughs> although, uh, well, I don't know. I, I would love to have a... I know I don't think I'd have the energy for it, but I... I Careful would love, what you wish for. That's what the grandkids are for at some point, yeah. right? Okay, got it. Uh, what about you, Joanne? Um, I'm chuckling because I have called you before about the way we lost our dog. My husband's going to be 65, and we're like, do we get another dog? And then my brother had a baby at 66. There you go. How so, old's his wife or girlfriend? Um, she's actually 24. Okay. All right. And he is 
physically fit. He's extremely active. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. A change in the way drones are used by Canadians is not flying with some. The big changes start in June. Drone users have to be sober and carry licenses plus registration if they want to continue enjoying the pastime. Otherwise, you could face criminal penalties, including thousands of dollars in fines and even spending time in jail. Christopher? Most people that have watched me fly my drone would assume I'm not sober (laughs) when I do it, but I'm 100% sober. I've had so many experiences with my drones. I had one and yeah, it's somewhere up in a tree. It's just ridiculous how these things would take off on me as you learn how to use them. Uh, Probably the the craziest drone story was when I took it to the river on the boat, which wasn't a wise idea, and I landed it perfectly on the back of the boat and then it jumped off into the river and (laughs) it was like in, in a deep part too, but we got it out. We found Found it after about ten minutes. Got the drone out of the the river, and you know what? We got that thing working again. No way! Yeah, I just needed a new battery. But yeah, the, the actual drone actually started to work again. But I, where haven't I? What haven't I hit with that thing? I think everyone has a drone. Story. I think the law. I think that there needs to be laws because when you think about those things flying up sure. with the airplanes and helicopters, and even the Canadian geese aren't safe. Even people's heads. Have you heard those propellers? They'll suck. Yikes. Oh, they they suck your hair right out. Yeah. yeah. Well, you think I could lose a finger? Yeah. Try I want it. Him, I want them gone. <laughs> Do you have a drone story? What is the craziest thing? Or you know, where did yours show up or not show up? Or where did What'd you, you fly it into? Where'd you put it? <laughs> what'd you fly it into? Exactly. 780-421-1039. Yeah, just put a drink in my hand and we're just fine. Unless, of course, you're planning to fly your drone in the mm-hmm. next 12 hours. There might be some people, because you gotta be sober for 12 hours straight. There might be some people that could never fly a drone again. Who knows? Jeez. Yeah. By the way, the uh, license, how much is a license for the drone? Licenses are $10. Registration will be 5 So okay. it's not that bad. Yeah. We're looking for your drone stories this morning. Um, yeah. You got yes, something there? Yes. I got my son a cheap $25 drone for Christmas about the size of a golf ball, but nothing protecting the small propellers. So in about the first two minutes of him trying it, it got stuck in his three-year-old sister's hair. Oh, I've seen that. It took 30 <laughs> minutes and broken propellers. Boxing Day shopping, we went for something a little bit bigger to play with outside that comes from Kendall. Awesome. Thank you, Kendall. Yes, they get stuck in the air for sure. It's you know, oh. There's more dr- drone uh, problems trying to fly them the very first time in the house, I think. Hey, Honda Lyle's with us, a friend of the show. Uh, you and your brother got drones uh, a number of years ago from your mom, and how long did they last? Well, his lasted about uh, <laughs> probably two minutes. Yeah. We were outside with him, and uh, he decided to go as high as he possibly could. Yeah. It was pretty windy, so... Uh, there she the goes. That. Dust in the wind. <laughs> Did they come with a manual to fly well, them? Some of them. Who reads that, I, really? I think so. Yeah, it's so hard to say. I know I was flying mine once, and same thing. It was a lighter one, and the wind caught it. And just that sound, you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> off, 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 off it went. It went into somebody's yard, and I found it, but it didn't matter at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Just just kind of the way it goes. Um, yeah, and, and and again, you've seen the drones at parties, too. They've been unfortunate incident with a drone at a party what did it hit it hit a cup or something yeah he was flying a little too close <laughs> to my friend paul with the with the big drone and he defended himself with a solo cup <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that made it crash pretty fast yeah <laughs> like jackie chan uses whatever he's got at hand solo yeah. cups aren't just for drinking <laughs> take that yeah. drone
Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.